This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code Podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews. By students, for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcode.com. Welcome back to the Short Code Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler, and it is with great pleasure that I introduce my co-hosts for today's show. She's a world-renowned actress and comedian, having featured in, on such television hits as The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Friends, and Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, Casey McCleary. Oh, yeah. We've got Nobel Prize winner and head dancer of the Bol- Bolshoi Ballet Company, Patrick Brow. Howdy. Next up is political analyst and journalist from the New York Times and the Weekly World News, Elizabeth Shirazi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and rounding out this amazing panel of co-hosts, we're lucky to have three-time winner of Arby's franchisee number 335, Employee of the Month Award, Aaron Pazaski. That's me. I would, I would just like to note that I'm not actually in Kimmy Schmidt. The, the awkward redhead in uh, question is actually based on my life. Ah. So. I didn't uh, realize that. Just, just you know, to avoid confusion. I should have read your Wikipedia. Yeah, you should have. More, uh, more carefully. You should have read my IMDb more carefully. Yeah. Guys, it's been a harrowing few days for me. Uh, lots of paper to push around, lots of MSPEs to schedule and write. Uh, two shows to produce today and a conference to program, several bosses and workers and co-workers to placate. And I confess... And I can see that you had blood drawn today. Today, yeah, and I, I had blood drawn today. Very well done. Sharp medical eyes. Very well done. And I confess that today's show is a little less than prepared, but as medical students, there must be times when you have it much worse than I do uh, in the preparation front. Um, so I thought I'd take this opportunity to ask, what do you do when you feel unprepared and pull in, pulled in too many different directions? Cry. <laughs> I'm going to try that. <laughs> I almost did this morning. But. What do you? What do you? What do you, what do you think? How do you prioritize? How do you think about? I mean, I'm 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 familiar with the medical student practice of deciding which stuff is high yield. Yep. Right. Yeah. That's. I make extensive lists. Oh, I was just going to say that. And I repeat the lists in different places, like my hand, the sides of papers, my phone. Mm. More papers. I definitely think making lists help. (laughs) Not efficient, but it calms me. That's, I mean, I could have used that this morning. That's, calming is an important, like, aspect of prioritizing. Mm -hmm. Because I find that when I'm crazy, I'm just, like, going in too many different directions and trying to, you know, I'm flailing, basically. I also open all of the tabs that I need on my computer and then just leave them. I'm like, I won't forget it if it's open. Okay. That's just overwhelming for me. If I open up a browser and it's got like 12 tabs up, I'm like, I got to get rid of some of this. Oh, that's like my browser all the time. I just don't close I, I don't it. Know. There are there are definitely two different it. people, like the people with a billion tabs yeah. open and no. the people who just like have a single window. I feel like there's two different camps. That's I, so true. I do not multitask very well. So it's like if I have like a list of things to do, I do one, get it done, move on. Yeah. Do you have like, a really clean desktop too? Oh, yes. I have yes. maybe four or five icons on Good. my desktop. Uh, but I feel like that's what lists help you do. It's like they help compartmentalize mm-hmm. every little mm-hmm. thing that you have to do. And then you can just do it, cross it off, and that's the most satisfying part. That's right. so it satisfying. <laughs> well, and like writing things down, then you don't have to worry if you're forgetting something. Like mm-hmm. that takes off a lot of the stress. Yeah. So you're not constantly going through your head, what else do I have to do? You can just look down. I think the like, most frustrating part of lists for me, though, is that often my list items it tend to involve other people like doing parts of what oh. basically the other they involve other people. And so I can't cross something off even though oh. my part of it is might, might even be done, I have to leave it on my list <laughs> until that somebody does their job. You can make two. You can make a box, and then you check the box when you're done, and then when someone else is done, you get to cross it all the way off. Or all maybe right. that's just what you need an intern for, is to go be the people botherer. I would love like, I would, people botherer. Or just I, do everything yourself. I would <laughs> love that. Oh, the other thing that I do with Corey. My, Corey, we miss you. <laughs> Where are you? Um... The other thing I do with my list is put like really basic things on it, like bathe, eat. Yes. You need reminding. Send for mail. That? Just, no, no, I'm not a patient, but but then I feel good because those are things I was gonna do anyway, and then I get to check something off, and then I feel accomplished, like, even if I it was something. just like 
I did five push-ups. Like <laughs> that was what I did. It's I kicked like across it off. Bed is like the only thing you achieve that day. I've <laughs> not made my bed since. I've not made my bed. Making one's bed is for chumps. <laughs> You're just gonna mess it up again. Does anybody make their bed here in this I room? I make yeah, my bed every, morning. every single day. Chump. Oh my god. It's like it is a good feeling. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you're not a chump. Going like when Dave, you're done with the day, once you've done everything it. on your list, having that done, and then crawling into a bed that is made. There is a there is There's like it's like an order to everything in yeah, your life. If I'm trying to make nah. my room look like it's out of a magazine, it can't be out of a magazine with a messy bed. I have two things that I never do: make my bed and fold my clothes. Oh, I do. What? I do fold okay, clothes. I, I do fold clothes. I'm done here. I can't handle this. <laughs> 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 um, I have to fold them directly out of the dryer. I I'm not quite that bad. I put everything in a that basket. Bad, yeah, that good. Wait, well, that I, good. okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, given like the people that we surround ourselves with, like I feel like I'm like you know order or what is it like a neat freak. But like I I I draw the line. Like I can put it in the hamper for like 10, 15 <laughs> minutes as I transfer it over, and then I fold it on my made bed. <laughs> And put it in my closet or dresser where it is supposed to be. I shove all the covers out of the way on my bed and like empty the basket on it, sift through it for some clothes, and then eventually get around to folding it. All right. Sometimes I have to put them back in the basket because it's take it takes too long. I think I'm getting a little glimpse into the <laughs> lives of Aaron. You haven't spoken up yet, really, very much. What what? What do you do to... What do I, what do, I do with my laundry? No. I, <laughs> I think laundry is a proxy at this point for organization. But All I'm saying is you need a path to walk through. What do you it. What do you do to when you, when you feel like thing. you're being pulled in too many different directions? I mean, I, I too make lists. Um, it definitely, at the beginning of the week, will be very long with all the things I would like to accomplish. And then you kind of get into crunch time and it mm -hmm. turns into like two or three things that you have to get done. Mm -hmm. um, then everything else is kind of bonus points if you get to it. Um, but I feel like if you write everything out that you'd like to do at the beginning of the week, maybe you have a higher chance of getting to it. Maybe mm -hmm. it'll happen. But also in the back of your mind, you know that you're not going to get to like the last half of it. So You do it for a week. That's kind of, that's impressive. That takes planning. Yeah. I so barely like know what I'm going to eat for dinner. The thing that I don't. <laughs> the thing that makes me crazy about lists is I feel like as I'm making my list, I could be doing other things. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, why don't you put at the top of your list, make list, then you can check that off. Ooh. That's like super meta. That's very efficient. <laughs> <laughs> All but right. Like, I agree. Like the time that you spend making a list, like if you dedicate like a lot of time to, it, you might get frustrated. Like, okay, I gotta like brainstorm all the things I'm gonna do. Especially if you're like Aaron here, who does it for an entire week. You, you can just add to it. You can have a running list. Right. Yeah. If you don't get everything. But then it's I have okay. to be like super conscientious of like constantly maintaining it. I don't yeah. know. But then I have to. I'll play my tiny violin. <laughs> put put that on your list. Play tiny violin. Exactly. Oh, Check it out. Boy. First, you gotta rehearse it. Add that. To oh list. crap! No, I don't I play on the fly. Okay. Any music Just either? Improv master over improv. here. <laughs> well, okay. I will uh, cogitate. I will take your your. Um, it's a five dollar word. I will. I will consider your systems, your ways of making sure you don't get pulled in too many different directions, and I will probably do none of that oh one, oh, one other thing is just like stopping to breathe for a couple of seconds yeah i had that's, to go that's important. good breathing I, is important i had to go take a walk today yeah. to to calm my yeah no my when, nerves no when you're about to lose it by job that's what i do before tests is go and take i bought a walk. A, mm -hmm. and, and i bought a diet coke i was gonna buy a coffee and i'm like that's not Don't a good do idea it. right now <laughs> i love coffee but that's not a good idea all right well thank you thank you for your input you're welcome you guys don't learn how to give shots or anything or, or take blood or anything like no, that. Uh, the alcohol sort of. I, no. We did a, there was like a clinic or a, uh, one of the interest groups held an evening where we learned how to draw blood and insert IVs. Mm -hmm. And I think we all walked into the room thinking we would be practicing on those mannequin arms. And there were no mannequin other. arms. Ah! And so like, oh, okay, here we're we go. I've had this way like too many bad experiences. <laughs> you were doing it on each other. Mm-hmm. Was this oh. anesthesia interest group, maybe? No, I think it was family med. Family med? Okay, interesting. I think so. Yeah. That's one thing, actually, I'm really sad that I haven't gotten as much chance to do in the clinics. Because, you know, like, 40 years ago in medicine, you would go and, like, draw your own blood, and you do all your own procedures, and, like, you do everything. And now you, like, put an order in the computer, and then the blood magically appears. Yeah. Or you have to go poke the nurse, and then the blood magically appears. <laughs> if you poke her hard enough, a lot of blood appears. <laughs> if you poke her hard enough, a lot of blood appears. <laughs> um... 
but yeah, that's kind of disappointing. Like I haven't really had much of a chance to do that stuff in the actual clinics. And they don't do simulations. They, you do, like literally do it on yourself the first time or the, a partner the first time in, in that, in, in that. Yeah. That's what happened. They, oh. Yeah. Damn. You can get arterial blood gases. Yeah. That's comforting. It's pretty, pretty nifty. Well, it, it's, it seems to be less emphasized these days. Yes. Like, yeah. Um, well, soon medical students and nursing students won't need to worry about that. Do we have a robot for it? Well, researchers at Georgia Tech have figured out a way to package a flu vaccine into a patch. Oh, I saw that. The, oh. So this is like a, it, it's a patch that has a micro, an array of micro needles. Uh, they, you know, you put the patch on, it pierces the skin, sort of like a bed of, like an Iron Maiden for vaccines. It's sort of like terrible. a bed of nails, I was thinking, you know, like. Nice. It, but, I mean, you know, you lie on a bed of nails and it doesn't hurt because you know there there are many small bits supporting you and i think it would i think from what i've read it doesn't hurt hardly at all it just feels like a a, a velcro patch oh, okay. being pushed into your skin i think it's a stretch to say that a bed of nails doesn't hurt at all it's not comfortable it just doesn't stab you to death casey if anybody in this room i would guess that you have actually li- laid on a bed of nails close i sat in a chair of nails i, I see i knew it <laughs> I what knew it. If you go to, Please contact. If you go to Medieval Times dinner and tournaments, which of course I have because I'm a giant nerd, they have like a dun- like a torture dungeon thing that you can walk through and like see all of the old torture relics. And there I was a chair I, that you could sit in. And I've I sat been to in Medieval it. Times, but I never saw that. Should have gone in the Where dungeon. Where is this Medieval Times? They're what? scattered around. There's one in Chicago. Isn't, it, isn't there one in There's a one Jim Carrey movie? Florida, probably. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that was there when I was a kid. So, yes, actually, I have. <laughs> All right. I, I, uh... <laughs> Uh, so anyway, it, it is, uh, it is much like that, I guess. Um, the, the pain is spread out over a small, uh, a small, a larger area, and you know it doesn't go as deep into the skin. Um, but it's it's a DIY vaccine too. Mm. They could, they could send it to you. Uh, you know, at, at flu shot time, they could just send it to you, and you can oh. slap it on, give yourself a vaccine. How long do you have to leave it on? Uh, that's a good question. I didn't think of uh, that question. How much does it cost? Uh, it's experimental at this point. In fact, uh, I'm I'm overselling it a little bit because it is uh, phase one Dave. Uh, trial at this point. Um, but one of the good things is it um, that you know. So it, even though it was phase one and they weren't really looking for whether it, it was protective against the flu, they did note an immune response, um, and they figure it should be amenable to other vaccines, including measles and rubella. Um, even insulin and other injective drugs should be possible. Interesting. Um, That'd be cool. And uh, it doesn't require elaborate storage conditions like a flu vaccine does, mm. which That'll is really important. Yeah. And uh, there have been no serious side effects at all in this group. So, Ooh. Um, so that's kind of cool. That's really interesting. I mean, especially if for the flu vaccine, if the one of the biggest hurdles is like getting people to a place where they could get mm-hmm. the flu vaccine if you could just mail this to people yeah i would be interested to see what the rate of people who actually get a flu vaccine right and, and you could make it look like a little sticker so kids wouldn't yeah. be freaked out by it mm-hmm. yeah that's a good idea and then you could sneak it on to kids whose parents are anti-vaxxers <laughs> well, if what? who said that wow. very nefarious <laughs> what? <laughs> wow there, there might be ethical from? issues involved in that one but also like if it doesn't require as intense like refrigeration you can use it in like countries that don't have that's like true. electrical yeah. or electrical refrigeration so yeah you can prevent like especially if it goes beyond just a flu you might be able to prevent a lot of diseases yeah. that are rampant. Only 40% of Americans get a flu shot. I didn't realize that. Oh, Really? Um, Way to make me sad. That but, actually doesn't, that, that doesn't, I mean, it doesn't surprise, surprise me. me a whole lot either. I mean, like, the only, not the only reason, but, like, one of the main reasons it's so easy for us to get the flu shot is because we're, like, work and right. study in a hospital. <laughs> we literally like, have you know? to. <laughs> like, can you imagine if you work till five and then you have to make an appointment to go get a flu shot right. somewhere? Right. But you don't I mean, have Walgreens and other places do walk-in clinics for flu shots, so that's been kind of an improvement, but. Even yeah. so, even so, if you don't, I mean, there's lots of reasons why that would be logistically dif- more mm-hmm. difficult. That's true. Um, and just, you know, it kind of falls into the category of, well, it's not going to kill me if I don't get a flu shot today. And I'm yeah. gonna, I mean, it yeah. could kill you. It though. could kill you. That's the, that's the thing. But you can, people are extraordinarily bad at judging risk. And so oh, we're, oh, yeah. really <laughs> we're young and healthy. Patrick. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm not so much. I had my, I had my, the, the reason I have band-aids on my arm is because I have a, had a doctor's appointment this week and to make sure that you're young and healthy. Yeah. I, I feel like the message I got was, uh, you're old and getting older. <laughs> like, welcome to another year closer to your death, Dave. Uh, <laughs> that was the message the doctor that was like an need exist- a different doctor. No, no, he was an existential moment for you, I'm he, sure. He was very nice. He was, he's very nice. He's a great doctor. Um, and, uh, but yeah, the, you know, it was clear that, oh, look at that. You're, you know, we need to look at your lipids now. And oh, uh, boy, your blood well, pressure is a little higher than it was last time. Like oh, you and two thirds of America. Well, I know. <laughs> the message, though, still there. But you're amongst a majority. You should feel great about that. <laughs> don't, no, don't, don't think, Nazis were amongst a majority too. Don't think I haven't thought about. I don't this. quite know. I mean, in Germany, <laughs> well, no, well, actually, like the Nazis were the minority. Were they? Yeah. They're, look, I, I don't want to fact check. We yeah, might need a fact check. Maybe, well, maybe like official. If you know how many Nazis there were, numbers. as opposed to the general population, <laughs> send us a note. Write a comment. <laughs> it would but, be a little heartening. Actually, no, it would be a little depressing if they. We're the minority because that's ominous. I mean, we, so I'm sure one of our listeners is like, I'm checking this now. Somebody as help. Listening. Somebody help me. I don't know what I'm talking about. Somebody call in. <laughs> What's our phone number? There, three, I said, four, a, I said four, a controversial. Seven, phone number is 347-SHORT-CT. Leave us, a, leave us some factual. Let do our know. facts checking for us. <laughs> us. But at least the Nazi party was like the minority political influence before they rose to power. Oh, yeah, but for sure. For sure. Not, before. Um, I think at this point we should probably move on. This isn't the History Channel. Well done. Oh, well done, Patrick. Thank you was... for bringing it back. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about aliens? Nope. We, oh. Are there aliens? That's... On the History Channel. Yeah. Oh. yeah well, like, I don't know what the hell happened with that Anyhow. channel. <laughs> Anybody here use Wen hair products by Chaz Dean? No. I no? heard they make your hair fall out. What? Oh, I did Which is great that. if you want to go bald. I, I don't want to get into potentially libelous uh, discussion about when in particular, but uh, in 2014, the FDA opened what? <laughs> opened an investigation um, into basically into the healthcare or into the uh, uh, personal care products industry um, after the agency received purport, reports that um, one of Wen's conditioner products was causing irritation and hair loss. Right. Mm. Um, so the problem is the FDA doesn't generally make a habit of surveilling the cosmetics and personal care products industry. They sort of generally step in after it receives uh, complaints from consumers, right? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, is probably fair because they're not really... I mean, I guess a topical thing could be considered a drug. Well, that is but the question. I mean, we are putting things onto and sometimes even into our... Or at least close to mucous membranes and things like that. Oh, mm, that's true. Um, well, maybe they should. The industry basically is left to self to self regulate, which doesn't work. Uh, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> laissez faire. Oh Are you sure we should privatize things, uh, Casey? I mean, just just call in and let's have a chat about uh, like all of the weird chemicals and poor mixing in like dietary supplements. Mm-hmm. Well, so you know, I think I think I can. I feel morally comfortable saying that leaving an industry to self-regulate just doesn't seem to work very well. Yeah. Um, considering that uh, Ars Technica reported that the company had an additional 21,000 complaints that it never passed on to the um, FDA, that it indeed is not required to pass on to the FDA. And that it didn't investigate itself. Yes. Which is the bigger concern. A research letter in JAMA this week suggested that all that should probably change. <laughs> now the big question is will it will it well you know uh so th- this letter notes it was a it was a they called it a research letter i've not heard of that before but it's probably something. kind of a thing the letter notes that the fda center for food safety and applied nutrition's adverse events reporting system showed that from 2000 2015 to 2016 there was an increase in adverse events involving mostly involving hair care products uh, most prom- most common products reported were hair care, skin care, and tattoos. Oh. Uh, anybody have tattoos? I do. I do nope. Nope. I was actually thinking about getting another one today. Well, now you've been warned. Ah! Product types. Uh, there are product types with much higher than average reports of serious health outcomes, like injury, disability, congenital defect, or deaths. Mm-hmm. And among those were baby products, unclassified products. Unclassified? Yeah. <laughs> Personal, I don't know what, what that, that means. Mean? I don't know. Personal cleanliness Whatever products. Whatever you want it to mean. <laughs> hair care and hair coloring products. Um, 
the problem is so the, so there is a problem with this research that of course you don't get into unless you go to the research article which is that the FDA doesn't the, while the FDA collects this data it doesn't collect things that might help <laughs> determine Aww. how use, useful it is such as um, there's no determination made about causality health outcomes are self-reported by whoever whichever person in the public called in um, there's not much demographic information beyond age and sex and comorbidities or other products used at the same time are also not collected so it could be that all of this information is complete and utter hogwash um, which is also part of the problem uh, Diane Feinstein Feinstein California senator uh, has introduced legislation to grant the FDA authority to recall cosmetics hmm. mandatory manufacturing manufacturer reporting of adverse events and a yearly review of some ingredients. But of course, the f- legislation doesn't include a mechanism for funding. So, oh yeah, that's I'm not that's unfortunate. I'm not hopeful. Um, do you guys uh, color your hairs? No, no, no. Only some of them. Do you guys wash your hairs? Yes, yes, most of Sometimes. them. Sometimes. Have you have you experienced any? I'm experiencing hair loss. I'm I, okay right now. I think that's just a general. Fingers thing. crossed. I can confirm, or I can neither confirm nor deny. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it would be important because I read some about that um, issue too and the when company is just completely denying everything they're like we have read what these people said we hear we see their pictures but we believe we put out a quality product and we don't think there's anything wrong and I think that it would be important to have somebody what? external well, to come in and say yes there's something wrong or no there's something wrong because, yeah I mean, every company is going to do that because the second they say we've read it and we see that there is a problem then you become legally liable like right. immediately then yeah but there. like don't you think you should have some responsibility to make a product that doesn't make people's hair fall out i mean, I I mean can you get money though? can you get money for it <laughs> but you know some people will say like well if the product is hazardous free market will dictate that consumers will go away from that product and move towards something else that is significantly safer yeah well, but if i right. hear that everyone's hair is falling out i'm not gonna buy it right like no matter what the company has said you know what i mean yeah well, and that, but that also requires that a lot has of to require people's hair falling out before that would right. even happen right yeah oh, the, the problem the biggest problem with that from my standpoint is that a lot of harm has to happen before people like become aware enough right that, right I mean, that they average... shouldn't be purchasing this product and also the average person like in fact even the above average person like Ain't nobody got time for that. Right. Like they're, they're to, not to, they're not surveilling the FDA's database. Yeah, I can't the, surveil every study. single product that yeah. I think, that I ever want to use ever and just like trust that those people are gonna take care of that because right. it's not gonna happen. See, I think that I do not trust people that much. I think Wen actually has a defensible position here because the data that is collected, I mean, yes, they sat on Well, they should look into it. More. They should look into it. I th- I think they have a defensible position because the FDA doesn't collect proper information on this sort of thing. There's no way Mm -hmm. to know what it is that's actually being experienced by these people because we don't know what else they were putting in their hair. We don't know how old they were. We don't know whether they have psoriasis on their scalp (laughs) already. Washing their hair with, you know, bleach or something. Right. (laughs) Right. Tea tree oil. Who knows? So. Yeah, no, no, that's, I mean, you definitely can't just recall them just because there's some complaints you know but the complaints are like a jumping off point that somebody needs to look into it maybe well but there's no funding so yeah guys i need all the smarts i can get and because you are medical students you do too in my case it's (laughs) because uh just to go with a theme for today's show my sulci are (laughs) flattening even as we speak oh no (laughs) not the sulci i know but which is why you should take your cell phone off your desk and hide it in a drawer absolutely not Uh, A study in the Journal of the Association for Consumer Research detailed experiments involving 800 smartphone users that measured how well people can complete tasks if they have their cell phones nearby, even if they weren't even using them. Uh, So in one experiment, they, they sat their subjects at a computer and the subjects performed tasks which required full concentration. Uh, they were randomly instructed to put their phones on the desk face down mm. um, in another room or in their pocket or bag. And the phones were silent. They returned to silent. Participants with their phones in another room did significantly better than those uh, with their cell phones on their desk. And they, did all, and they also did slightly better than those participants who put their phones in a pocket or a bag. So the conclusion is 
The mere presence of one smartphone reduces available cognitive capacity and impairs cognitive functioning. I think this supports like the the your cell phone's giving off radio waves that are killing your brain theory. I, <laughs> I think it's distracting. Can we step that back? What? <laughs> well, oh, you guys haven't ever heard that. It's like I, this yeah, weird oh, conspiracy yeah. theory. I've heard like it's like radio waves coming off your phone give you cancer. Oh, they give you cancer. Yeah. 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 Well, which I don't think is this true. Is the just precursor to cancer. Well, the, 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, they, they don't. <laughs> the theory that the researchers put forward is, um, well, I'll, I'll talk about the other experiment they did. Same task for the subjects, but the subjects self-reported their dependence on their smartphones to get through a typical day. Mm. Subjects who said they were most dependent on their smartphone did worse on the task than those who said they were less dependent, but only when their phones were on the desk or in their pocket or bag. Mm. So even though the phones were set to silent, it didn't matter. It didn't even matter whether they were on or off or lying face down or face up on the desk. Uh, just having it within e easy reach seemed to reduce subjects' ability to focus and do the tasks. So in theory, the researchers say the theory is that they were working actively not to pick up the phone or look at it. Oh. So if you're studying for your test or your boards or whatever, Leave, put your cell phone where you can't see it or where, you know, put it somewhere in another room. Send, bring it to the writing lab. I am acutely aware right now that my cell phone is face down on the table in front of me. I feel cognitively <laughs> impaired and I'm pissed. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Did they test to see whether or not anyone else's cell phone in front of you causes like a distraction in your oh. ability to do that work? That would be a great follow-up, wouldn't it? That I didn't, would be. I don't think they did. Because like... It, because if you don't care if it's yeah. your cell phone, yeah. then I'm like constantly thinking, oh shit, I need to check my emails. I need to check my text messages. Like, then I'm like constantly distracted. Did they actually see whether or not like people like reached to their phones to like check it or? I don't think that they did. Uh, Just knowing that it's there was enough. Right. I don't think that they did. That's, that would be a fascinating follow up. That's see, a good. See, they should hire me for they should. study design. They should. Get on that. Yeah, I would be very surprised if bouncing back and forth between your cell phone and a mm -hmm. task didn't make you like less efficient. Oh, I'm sure it would like that ruin totally. your concentration. Yeah, I believe it. Even if you're good multitasker, I started to put my cell phone across the room from me when I studied because <laughs> I would find myself just like reaching for it just when there was a break in my thoughts. I'd mm. be like, oh yeah, time to check Instagram. <laughs> I've studied for five minutes. I might as well spend thirty yeah, minutes really? on Facebook. Yeah, really. Gotta check the Tinder. <laughs> Even if it's on Do Not Disturb or Silent or whatever yeah, you put yeah, it on, yeah. you still find yourself reaching for it mm -hmm. with absolutely no reason to. We're conditioned. I mean, we are. We condi have conditioned yeah. ourselves. Straight Thanks, up Steve Pavlovian. Jobs. Well, just a thought. Let us know, uh, listeners, if you try this and if it seems to work for you. That would be that would be fascinating. Call and then us try on it your with, cell phone. And then try, yes. <laughs> and then and then send us a letter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with a stamp. Ooh. Wait, what's that? Where do I, I get a stamp? I know. Do you know, that, you know how frustrating it is now to send a letter with a stamp? Like, if you have to send a letter with a stamp, it's like, oh, now I got to go get to the a post stamp. office to get one stamp. No, no actually, you, get them did you, know, you yeah. can get them at the gift shop at the hospital. What? You can buy Whoa. one stamp at the gift shop at the hospital. So for all our listeners, if you need a stamp, Go to the, the gift UAHC. Go to the UAHC <laughs> gift shop. They're very nice there. It's volunteer run. And sometimes you can pick up a balloon that is in the shape of an animal. It's great. That's good. Those are so cute. They float like a, like a couple inches off the ground and they have little dangly legs. So it looks like little kids are yeah, like pulling are really cows cute. along behind them and like, right. oh, it's so cute. As a 26 year old dude, like if someone sees me, Karen, that, it just, it looks creepy. I would but. like you more. <laughs> I would like you more than I do now. I would oh, still do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> You know that guy's interesting. Yes. That guy's got a story. That's what I would say. Uh, we here in the Writing and Humanities program at the Carver College of Medicine work to add opportunities for creativity Ooh. into the medical school experience. It's one reason why we exist. Uh, which is why I brought with me today some Play-Doh. Yay. Here's what I want you to do with it. Okay. For each round of this experiment, one of you will be the muse, <laughs> and the others will be the sculptor. Oh, God. Sculptors. <laughs> the muse will offer up a common patient complaint or condition. <laughs> the sculptors will interpret that into a beautiful sculpture, and we will uh, judge who did it the best. Oh, dear. This is like some abstract art going on here. Hey, you know, this, is, this reminds me a little bit of... I would advise you to go not abstract, because that would make things more difficult. 
one of my outpatient clerkships. Can I have the pink? We we got into like the <laughs> occupational the therapy stuff, and they have what is essentially Play-Doh that like doesn't dry out as easy. Mm. And we were just like sitting in the office playing with oh, yeah, all that's 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 <laughs> playing with fun. it. It was great. I thought about making Play-Doh. There are some fairly good uh, recipes for making Dave. Play-Doh, and then I just went to the store because Kmart is oh, closed. The Brand fresh new smell Play-Doh. of new Play-Doh mm-hmm. smells like my. Four-year-old oh my dreams. God. Feel, feel free, feel oh, yeah. free to mix, about this. mix colors if you want to no. make them. Oh. Can't mix Don't colors? make that as sacrilege. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Kmart's closing, so I got them real cheap. Oh, yeah. Wait, Kmart. Kmart. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They're owned by Sears, aren't they? Yeah. And they're also going under. Yep. Ooh, that's rough. Way to go, Amazon. <laughs> Screwed them over. Have you ever... I'm already uh, fallen behind. No. I won't go into it. Is that I... true? Someone call in and let no, us know. You can... <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about Kmart? Kmart's passing. Yeah, and how Amazon and its digital distribution led to its downfall, which I know is a novel written by (laughs) Ben. Yeah, because we'll read it. Right. Who's going to be the muse? We'll say we read it. Um, Pizzazz is having trouble getting her. uh, So maybe she should be the muse. She can be the muse. You can be the muse first while you prepare your play. I think, at least for a while, you could get perfume that had. Oh, sure. Like the Play-Doh smell. Oh, oh yeah? What? Like Who are you trying to attract with that? Yes. <laughs> no like one. It's kindergarten for, class? It's for me. Why does everything have to be about attracting? No, you said a cologne or a perfume. Yeah. It's for me. So I smell I, good. I, I guess I don't know You can many. wear makeup for yourself. Yeah. I, I don't wear makeup for myself. Well, so. that's your problem. You know, maybe. I don't even wear makeup you, for other on. people. So. You, never even, you never even put on eyeliner. Do you your, have a sister? No, I have a sister, days. yes. Were you ever in show choir? <laughs> yes. Uh, and you never wore eyeliner? I never. You're probably the reason Whoa. that your show choir didn't win. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Step that back. I demand an apology. For. I will be wow. satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> what high school did you I go was to? An I was an excellent dancer. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe the, the whole show choir just sucked. You don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not my fault that we never won. Um, no, I went to Mount Pleasant. Mm, sorry, the, Mount In motion. Pleasant. Oh, we definitely danced against you guys. At and some we point. probably beat you. Um, but were you what, wearing what? eyeliner? Honestly, I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember. Hmm. So then we can't. We didn't win very much, so that's fine. <laughs> we're all I mean, doing the same thing. I remember, in like middle school, I would like avoid the makeup table because you know I was like a middle school boy. Ew, makeup. Yeah, you weren't. You were too cool for that. I was. Yeah, I was. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Aaron, the you're the, You've been elected, I think, the muse okay. for this round. So. So it's just a comment, patient complaint. Comment, patient complaint. You know, keep. I wouldn't go too complex, but sure. Um, I just don't feel well, and I think I need an antibiotic. Oh God! Ooh. Oh, you're the worst. That is harsh. Ooh, what? How do so, I do that? That is harsh. I have an idea. You picked me. And I'm. You're making I'm fun perf- of me because I couldn't get the Play-Doh out of the little container. I'm so performing this is what sacrilege. You get. Revenge this is, is what we get. <gasps> I know two colors. But this is art, and there, you can only get art through sacrifice. It really does smell like childhood in here right now. <laughs> I like it. I need a sculpting tool. But I'm not going to make the like um, Play-Doh super mixed up, so that way we can't like. Look at that. get rid of the mixed color. <laughs> that one came right out. <laughs> <laughs> she had practice. Nailed it. <laughs> wow, I feel like I have it. I feel like all the Play-Doh I've played with up until now has been like crusty and old. I know. I and don't so know what to do with this. This is just such a treat. Fresh from the store, right? Fresh from This Kmart. is why I sign up to podcasts is to play with Ugh. Play-Doh. What is Play-Doh Plus? What does the plus mean? Whoa. It's even better. I've noticed that Deluxe the Play-Doh, Play-Doh canisters are all universally smaller than they were when I was a child. Or maybe I just got bigger. Or but they, don't they no, seem... No, they are smaller. They, were, they seem tiny. I think they, they were big you... ones. Weren't they yellow, too? Yeah. I think yeah, they, they give were you less totally now because it just... I mean, it all dried out. If you want to make your own Play-Doh, like I said, there are there are recipes. There are things like, uh, you know, you put some flour and a little vegetable oil, some uh, cream of tartar, um, and boiling water, and you'll you'll get... Apparently, you'll get Play-Doh. But nice. you're just, like, broadcasted trade secrets. I'm sure Play-Doh will, like, sue us now. A cease and but desist. But you don't <laughs> get the smell. I feel like I might be... I, they might send a hitman, you know? A Play-Doh hitman. It contains wheat. Yeah. Can I have that white? Please? Not gluten free. Hmm. Uh oh, she's going. You guys, my favorite thing ever is when things that are obviously gluten free say they're gluten free, like milk. <laughs> Sometimes milk will say. Are you guys? Are you guys actually sculpting? Because I feel like <laughs> yeah. I, I cheated. Patrick just made a lump. <laughs> like it's a, a multicolored lump. <laughs> it is a pill. Okay. 
Okay, whatever Probably you a say. suppository given its size, but <laughs> Oh god. That's a hell of a suppository, my friend. <laughs> it's a hell of an infection. <laughs> uh, I basically just took two Play-Doh cups and just smushed them together. Oh, I really? can see you're taking this exercise very seriously. You know, I am the Kinda worst. Kind of like a minion. Okay. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. I made. Despicable Me it 3 does. is coming out soon. That's exciting. I, you know, I don't, I don't like the Despicable Me film. Let's go like, to the I midnight release. I love Steve Carell, but like, I just feel like the movies just... The first one was cute. Yeah, the first one was cute. Yeah, but like, you didn't laugh at that. No, okay. I, I love the first I one. It just felt like, like it was straight ones. up merchandising. Freaking Minions movie, like... Come oh, on. since Could that, you, it like, totally has been. <laughs> like that, they're just trying to sell toys, which, of course, I'm not going to buy a minion toy. Guys, I went to the Minions adult. movie the day before I took my MCAT, and look at me now. So. Look at Whoa. You. That is Secrets. a high endorsement. Not saying it got me into med school. But yeah. but Disclaimer, it, it may or may not be responsible for Aaron's admission but at it, the University of Iowa. But getting, it didn't stop you. I exactly. I think we're getting the secrets of success here. As yeah. usual, we're performing a service yeah. for our listeners. Uh, Casey, what have you created there i made a really creepy looking face that's eating a pill that's bigger than that is it. a big i mean like my pill is big that's <laughs> at least that has a scale to it oh, I, I need it's to like remember to skull i need to remember to take pictures because after all this is an audio medium that i am working in here. can you like is do like the describe it for people yeah so give like, us a give us a fuller description casey okay mine is an orange head with sunken eyes and a nose and uh um creepy mouth with very little chin and it just looks very gaunt and unhealthy and it's it's eating this purple uh pill that is in fact larger than it is it's like a giant nexium yes (laughs) (laughs) all right and this is this is the this is the d pill that you get in the er what about you elizabeth um mine is a person wearing pink and Aww. you can tell that they're sick because they have a very sad face and they're or a Lorax um, mustache. Oh. <laughs> they just fell face down. They're very weak. <laughs> and they're holding a pill in their hand because it's what they want. And we've already uh we've already heard from <laughs> Blue and Yellow Suppository. <laughs> <laughs> minion. So who and I? Minion. I could have just, you know, it's not do we, too far from a minion. I could just like make the overalls. Oh, and, and we, then you could sell it. Do we want to? Do, do we want to declare a winner? I don't, I don't know if I'm qualified. Uh, you know, I mean, the muse probably Aaron, needs to pick. Oh, no. I mean, Aaron, why don't you declare Pressure. the winner in this case? I like the pink person. Yes. Who's sad. I, I think I agree with yes. that actually. I, I do Thank concede. Hers it reminds me of like the scale nice. of one to ten. Support like your decision. How much yes. pain are you in? That's, that's where I was going with it. For okay. Sure. <laughs> for sure. I like it. All right, Casey, you're the muse Uh-oh. this time. Okay. The um, others are the sculptors. Uh, doctor, it hurts every time I do this. Oh. What is this? Well, they're gonna show you. What? You show me. What, you what to show, me. show me. <laughs> All right, time to get serious. Oh, I shouldn't have destroyed hmm. my person. Whoops. Um, hmm. oh, okay, I got an idea. Since I lost Should last have said round, like, I'm like really serious about this. Vague, non-specific lower back pain that started like <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've been seeing like a lot of commercials for like, if you have back pain and you're under the age of 40, it's like, what the heck? Oh my God. Is there like a new drug out? Probably. Probably. Well, I mean, okay, if you're under the age of 40, you could have, like, spondylolisthesis or something, but... Which is just a fancy word for back pain. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. No, it's like it's like stenosis of your spinal cord. Like, there's some... I think that's what that one is, yeah. Um, I don't know. There's some, like, back pain diseases that you can get, or you could have, like, some sort of arthritis. But if you're over 40, your back probably just hurts because you're old. It's Thank really you. quiet right now welcome, because Dave. we're all so you focused again. on making our... Oh, I made a thing that looks like a ravioli. Can I... Bar- Elizabeth, can I borrow no, some of... No, no. Whoa! Well, guess what? <laughs> it's so funny. In the last... Hey, in, in medicine, we are supposed to cooperate. In last... And if sh- there's no cooperation, you steal it. <laughs> is there a brown somewhere? No. Damn. I don't all think right. brown yeah. is a real good play color. Is, there's, brown there's, is what happens when inevitably when you mix colors. Or when you eat the Play-Doh. Oh, unless you have like you know GI bleeding. You, you could have some orange. Black. You could do some orange. That might help. No. Okay. 
That's fine. <laughs> Rejected. Whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just like super. Yeah, fun. yours no, isn't whatever. gonna get chosen. Yours is definitely not. No, gonna you, get she's gonna choose. She'll love this. This is not blind judging. So. Well, then I feel like this whole competition is just one like joke. Well, that's life. <laughs> <laughs> Serving some whole, cold hard truths here on Short Coat Podcast. <laughs> There's. There's two important messages you get out of today's show is that you're one day closer to death and life is hard. Enjoy your existential crisis. That's right. Here for you. If you still want to go to med school, you know you belong here. Yep. Aww. Damn it, gravity. <laughs> Are we ready to... Uh, gravity is out to get us all. Yeah, I'm totally ready. We, yeah? Almost. Put your, put it, can, can you put it on the table, though? It facilitates photo taking. Is that a pony? Oh, it's Gumby. All right, let's start with the uh, horse's name. Let's Pokey. start with uh, Elizabeth's contribution, which is slowly <laughs> <It's> slowly <laughs> melting. I'm melting. Um, so it's a very similar pink person with kind of a look of horror on their face, I would say, maybe oh, I this time. I thought they were having fun. <laughs> um, it's more of a look of horror. Okay. And they're riding a horse, and um, it hurts when they ride the horse. Okay. <laughs> All right. Patrick, I went for the classic, it hurts when I poop. Oh. So I made a yellow person with a sad face, including a toilet and a white turd. Oh. Oh, no. That means like their gallbladder isn't excreting bilirubin, right? Yeah. No. I don't add. I don't remember anything. That makes sense. Bilirubin is the, is the, is like a a pigment, isn't it? Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. a pigment. But it hurts when he poops. That's why, that's probably why it hurts. Pizzazz. I don't yes. actually know if that hurts, but I, I do like it. All right, what's your... Little... Here before me, I have this little blue man with green hair, and he's wearing green shoes, and it hurts every time he tries to lean over to tie his shoes Aww. because he's old. He does have low back pain. He does. Mm-hmm. He's Ooh. old and one day closer to death. Exactly. Yes. That's yes. why he looks so sad. Oh, man. Poor guy. I know. Very good. I gotta go... I, I, gotta... Think, I think there's a lot of... There's a lot to be said about all of y'all's contributions. What do you think, uh, Casey? I gotta go for the toilet humor. <laughs> my even dog though, knew it was even gonna though, win. Even though you're like my mortal enemy right now. What? <laughs> my, my daughter... I didn't know it was so easy to become a mortal enemy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I've, I've, I have many enemies. Was it was it the poop that got me over the winning line? The finish line? It was the toilet, but okay. the poop was a really nice touch. It was a nice touch. Okay. And you, know, you can't even see it when he's sitting on it, and then you take it off, and there's a white poop. It's like a it surprise. Is. It's like, you know, it's like when My- when you open an Easter egg. Hopefully it doesn't have poop in it. Just like that. <laughs> my, my, my daughter would be really happy with your entry. She's really into poop. Maybe you know, more. Oh, dear. I, I think we have we've more been trying to. Do we, you want to give this to her? No, I'm good. You know, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of poop jokes usually, but like. When when they're well played, yeah, I feel like when they're artfully incorporated, when they're tasteful. She got yes. <laughs> well, given the context, the like we were talking about when jokes. it hurts, when, and then yeah. you left it right. vague. She she is kind of she got she made a good argument last night. Uh, what when I when I my daughter made a good oh. argument last night when I said you know don't talk so much about poop okay. And she's like <laughs> but poop is important to your health. Well, she's, she's going to be a GI doc. Of, her argument was. Was you don't want me to be me? Oh, you taught her too well. I'm gonna write that one down. I pretty much said no. <laughs> wow, <laughs> parenting done Honey, right. Parenting yeah. done. Yes. Parenting done in some way. No opinion. Uh, uh, Elizabeth, you get to be the muse this time. Um, shortness of breath. Okay. Mm, the classic. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Damn, why did I just mush my yellow person? See, you had the. You did the same thing Elizabeth did last time, and she just remade it <laughs> right, with, with a different expression. Yes, you did not learn from my mistakes. Yeah, I don't learn anything. It's just kind of how I roll. Um, <laughs> That's how you get into medical school. Learn two, nothing. Two very oh. different strategies. Right. <laughs> the minion movie, learning nothing. Make lists. <laughs> Make lists. These aren't mutually exclusive. True. So we're going shortness of breath. Yeah. Okay. I, I really wish I had more colors. You I can don't... choose the underlying cause. Oh, I already know the underlying <laughs> cause. I wonder if patients ever read SOB on their charts and get pissed off. <laughs> Patient presents with SOB. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Elizabeth, did you watch cartoons when you were younger? Yeah. Okay. Were you a Nickelodeon, Disney? Or I car- did watch SpongeBob, if that's what you're asking. Yes. Oh, that boy. That is where I'm going. 
good. I just don't have enough. Is he short of breath because he's in Sandy's bowl and he has no water? Um, Water would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need it. I don't need it. Um, No, we're going for a slightly more dark SpongeBob. I don't know why people don't like SpongeBob. There are people. I I like the old SpongeBob before they fired the writer and then brought in a whole new team. Oh, Mm. is that what happened? Yeah, Yeah. it happened, I think, mid 2000s. Yeah, I haven't watched Why it. Why I know in this? Years. I don't know. I like SpongeBob. It's absurd. That's I. I like things that are absurd. I when remember I, more about SpongeBob than like you probably should. <laughs> I learned a lot from SpongeBob when I volunteered. I learned how to rip my pants. The, <laughs> when I volunteered on the peds floor here, SpongeBob was like my greatest ally. Like if you could quote SpongeBob to a child, they would play with you, <laughs> ten out of ten times. <laughs> That's probably true. I can't tell you how many times people come up to me and say, "Is this the Krusty Krab?" And then I'm just like, <laughs> "No." This this is Patrick. <laughs> Just in life? Yeah, it happened several times. Why does that happen to you? Because my name's Patrick. People like SpongeBob oh. and they know that episode where he works at the Krusty Krab. I thought you just meant like randos on the street. No, well, people have to know my name. <laughs> That's why I was really confused. I was confused too. I was like, what? Are you shaped like a star? Like, what? A Do little, I have a really dumb sounding He's a little star shaped, I've noticed. He lives under a rock. I need one more color. Aaron, can I borrow like a small smidge of like oh. a light green? For those who've stuck with us so far, congratulations. You will witness some amazing art. Yes. I'll put them on our Facebook page <laughs> and uh, and people can uh, can go and comment and and decide which is the uh, which are the best. The worst part about Play-Doh though is that once you drop it, there's hair in it forever. Oh, that is true. <laughs> Because I did just drop the white Play-Doh. Oh, no. It's like the worst one to drop. I know. Are we uh, are we approaching readiness? I am approaching readiness. I, I would say I'm ready. Oh, but wow. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> those boots. We have just took the show to whole <laughs> meme levels. More SpongeBob. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm so glad that like all of us did that at the same time. <laughs> who who's the muse? Uh, me. Elizabeth. Me. Patrick, describe what you've done. Um, I made Spongebob, who is typically an aquatic creature, and he is smoking a cigarette. Whoa. Completely unaware of the fact that that is the cause of his shortness of breath. That is inappropriate. And I'm working on Gary the Snail. Just for funds. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's animal dander that's causing shortness of breath. I suppose I have a similar theme. This is a man who is in distress because he's smoking and he's short of breath, Um, but it's not Spongebob, so I don't know if I can... First of all, he's flat. And he has eyebrows. Well, that's, yeah, he looks very concerned, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're flat, you don't have probably functioning lungs. Yeah, that's true. Mm. It's hard to breathe when you have two, when you're two dimensional. Oh, he looks like a cookie. He looks like a Christmas cookie. A very sad cookie. Really sad cookie. All right. So I've made a guy, oh, my hurdle's droopy. So I made a guy who was running a race and he had to jump over this hurdle and then cross the finish line. And then he's short of breath because he was running. And also... Uh, also, he has kind of a barrel chest because he has COPD. <laughs> a COPD it's runner. The little, yeah. It's the little details that really make it. You know when you get to the you Olympics and you have COPD? You know? <laughs> I didn't say it was the Olympics. It's just healthy to exercise, Dave. He just saw a hurdle and was like, I can't help but jump over. I gotta remember. I see one. Remember my college days. All right. Uh, what do you? What's your judgment? Wait, let me see your SpongeBob. It's really good. I'm gonna choose Aaron's because of the eyebrows. Yes, <laughs> it's because of the eyebrows. They really the eyebrows. no. They convey. They convey the distress the patient. I was gonna say it just screams despair. It does panic. Right. But well, I had Gary the snail made now. Well, you well, didn't have it made at the time of judging. I'm sorry. That's I true. I figured I could still influence you. No late admissions. After. All right. Well, Patrick. Now you I are the muse. muse. Um, oh man, so many things to pick. Um, it hurts when I touch this. No, we already did that. Oh, okay. We already did fine, that. Fine, 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 fine. Um, <laughs> it hurts when I touch <laughs> this. <laughs> I don't know. I keep it vague. Um, and this is the fireplace. It hurts when I touch this stuff. I'm looking at like all the books to see, like, oh, in the spirit of when. <gasps> My hair is falling out. Oh. And I don't know why. Okay. That's good. I'll be waiting for that lawsuit in the mail. In the spirit of when. It sounds <laughs> so like. Oh, I get it. So, uh, in the spirit of when hair care products, let me be specific. Yes. 
Don't sue us when. <laughs> Please don't sue us. Okay, does anybody know if you get a tattoo, how long do you have to wait before you can donate blood? It's like a year, I thought. A year or two hmm. years. Not if it's a licensed place. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are the rules if it's... If can, can we take a moment because here Because I'm and basing ask, my decision why? on this. License? No, I, I, I... No, not license. I'm, I'm deciding... Like, trying to decide when to get my tattoo because I was going to donate blood because they said there's, like, a summer blood shortage just because there's less students and stuff. But <laughs> there's I forgot less people to take their blood. Exactly, but I forgot to go in yesterday to actually do that. Can you donate blood before you get the tattoo? Yeah, that that's what that, that was the problem. I'm actually I was going to give it, it yeah, I was going to donate blood yesterday. Mm. But then I forgot to go during the drive. <laughs> because I'm dependent upon my phone for answers. Me too. I, I'm googling it. Um if you donate, you're eligible after six months. Okay. Um, in some places, like the American Red Cross, they have a policy that says 12 months. So it depends on where the heck you go. Okay. If you do it in a prison, probably never. What? <laughs> Whoa. Give blood in a prison? Or? No, no, if you get a tattoo, tattoo prison. prison. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's why I was... It's my license. If you give blood in a prison. Like, you know, after prison you were shipped. <laughs> it's on the floor. They just need to pick it up. It's already going. Why don't you guys just take it? It just goes down the drain and is purified. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what our water treatment is, right? I mean, it's basically yeah. the same thing. Uh, human misery. <laughs> it inspires so great joy. So fun. All right. Nope. How are we no, doing? No, okay. no, no. I'm making a hundred strands of hair oh. because of oh, this. Oh God! <laughs> They're not cranes. You don't don't get like a wish or really good luck if you make a hundred of them. Did we tell you that you, that I will grant wishes? Oh. Uh, to the winners. You'll grant wishes. Yeah. I wish for one vanilla latte. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, is it just a very specific wish of like something from Java House? <laughs> and so it shall be. Ooh. I'll insert a little ding right there. <laughs> This was a hard oh, one. She's breaking down Wait, the no. sculpting tools. Do you need more colors? Yeah, I do need more colors. In the spirit oh. of sharing. Oh, you're a good like, Hey, Elizabeth, can I you're have a, good kid. a small piece of pink? Look at that disgusting oh, blue streak. Oh. I'll give you this whole horse. <gasps> Thank you. Wow, she's so... <laughs> <laughs> she, like, throws it on another person's sculptor. Or sculpt... 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 Yeah, don't throw horses at me. Sculpt... Very, very rude. English is hard sometimes. It is. Especially on a Friday. <sighs> Did you know that Iowa City is having fireworks on Sunday? Whoa. And really? Corville is having them on Tuesday? Well, that's great. Oh, Two God, shows I, to go I freaking to. love that we get multiple fireworks shows. Oh, guys, fireworks are legal in Iowa now. Discuss. Yes. That's actually <laughs> medically relevant. I did. Uh, it is a hazard to public health. I did. Uh, but they're so fun. I did notice that outside the uh, high So it's heroin, but you know. There's a giant <laughs> yeah. tent. Oh, I don't no. actually think that should be. Oh illegal yeah, I either. saw that outside of Fairway too. You have mm. to be like eighteen to enter. I didn't go in. I thought about it. Yeah, it's a little weird though. Like the Fairway here on Mormon Trek, I believe one of the like the law states you have to be like five hundred feet from like a gas station. Mm. Oh, that's there's a good a law. Come, there's like a come and go. I don't think five hundred feet from a gas station. Hmm. Uh -oh. Okay, I'm ready. I'm not. I need. I'm almost. Few minutes. I'm almost ready. I'm almost there. Like less than a minute. Well, and the and the reason I didn't go into the tent is because I, I do feel mildly uncomfortable about the whole fireworks thing. You know, especially, I mean, like even sparklers can hurt real bad. My response was, "Oh, I'm really sad. I'm not on burn surgery this summer." Oh yeah, you'd certainly get a lot of experience. Oh yeah. You? Um, my brother so, set himself on fire with a sparkler one time. Did he? Ooh. Did he? Yeah, get it was just his coat. He's fine. So it's kind of funny. I was Good. reading. I was about to ask. <laughs> I was I was so reading the of, history. Oh, yeah. I was reading the history of the Iowa fireworks ban, and it was because there were two like really bad fires, like multiple block fires caused by little kids with sparklers in like the thirties. Mm. But we still sell. But it's sparklers. hilarious because we banned everything except sparklers, even though like the two really? incidents involved people like little kids dropping sparklers into <laughs> things like piles of gas. We are bad at legislating. Humans God, we're so, so bad. Humans are so rational, you know. Um, we really we really think about the things that we do. I know, right? That's what I like. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I support fireworks being legal as long as there's like restrictions and they're yeah, monitored and stuff. There I just feel like there's a bunch of people who will do really incredibly oh, dumb things with it and then oh, ruin they will. it for everyone. They will. It's just as long as they don't hurt other people with it. That's 
I guess. I mean, that, that's for me. That's where I draw the line, like legally speaking. And I know that's not necessarily a very popular stance in in a lot of healthcare people, but that's just sort of where I tend to draw the line. I mean, like I have a. I have an uncle who's like a licensed pyrotechnic who does all the. Oh, that would shows. be so fun! And that I was my how, alternate career path. <laughs> I wonder how he feels about it because, like, everyone gets to you know enjoy fireworks at their own leisure, but like now he's got like to compete with people's backyard shows. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't ever want to put off fireworks because I would just want to watch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like the how they're like already reset and like just go in the sky. I mean, it's fun to it's fun to light them. I think. I don't think there's much competition for him. I mean, no, I, well, nobody's going to be like paying for these backyard shows, though. Hopefully. Well, and I was thinking that the the people who want to put smaller. on like a full on backyard show, they're they're going to be few and far between, you know. Yeah, and it's not. It's just not going to be. There the will same. be auxiliary to the mm-hmm. main fireworks put on by your town experience. Yeah, but what I, like unrelated to human health, like I. I don't own a couple animals, but Bird like health. my sibling and bird, yeah, birds, please. <laughs> um, but like dogs and neighborhood, like neighborhood animals, oh. like I would, I just feel sorry for anyone who owns a dog that's like somewhat skittish and then like fireworks <laughs> are going off everywhere. Like it, yeah. it's gotta be like revisiting Vietnam for them. Well, and, yeah. and I was going to say that's, oh, the, that's the other argument that's I been made. I thought you is, said pets. It is pets. But now you we can. Dogs. But now we can go into vets. Yeah, no, I was I, I was just confused because I missed the transition into uh, into there vets. Was no there was no transition. Okay, <laughs> I was like, the dogs weren't in Vietnam. What's going on? <laughs> no, I was. But just... that's also a very good point, actually. Oh yeah, and the vets too. Yeah, extremely stressful for especially like like military people who have PTSD. And now that fireworks are fairly well readily accessible during this time mm-hmm. when they're not for sale because of the law i'm sure people stockpile them and shoot them off all year that could be i mean and definitely i mean human- definitely that happens either way though because you can get them right across the border at missouri right, so but like we always did that not it, gonna lie it's just creating additional barriers and by selling them at yeah. fairway like everyone and their grandmother can just walk a block mm-hmm. and yeah. go get them there that I can't, is true i can't wait for uh fourth of july I'm such a curmudgeon about fireworks, too, because if I'm asleep, F yeah. you and your fireworks. <laughs> F you. Just but like, if I am awake. If I'm just, awake, I'm okay with it. Well, like, you need oh, to do they're just, just having fun. But once I'm asleep, mm. I can just see you, like, getting out of bed with, like, a bucket of water, going to your neighbor's yard and just, like, dumping it on their fireworks stockpile. Yes. Like, that's what you get. And then, like, storming back into your house. I wish I had that much guts. <laughs> I would just fume in my in my bed. All right, how are we doing? I I'm finished. All right, I'm good to go. Let's uh, let's start with uh, you, Pizzazz. Okay, so here we have um, Harry Potter and Voldemort. And Voldemort's got his arms crossed. (laughs) He's looking very sad because he's lost all his hair, and Harry looks pretty happy because he's got a lot of hair on his head. Harry not only when hair products he did not. That's that's what happened. Not (laughs) only don't use when hair products unless you're Voldemort. (laughs) Exactly. So. All right. All right. <laughs> That's what'll happen. So mine. Casey. Uh, it's a little hard to, to pick up, but uh, so I have here a little purple person uh, with chest hair and armpit hair and pubic hair and head hair. And you spent a lot of time on that. Yeah, I did. And they're blonde and there's just like a pile of hair on the floor that kind of looks like bananas. And then they've got like hair in their hand because it's just like they were they were sweeping back their beautiful, long flowing locks and it just like popped right out and now they're like omg my hair that is very very sad there's a lot of hair on the floor so like half their hair is out and half their hair is in mine's very similar it's a person with bangs and they're holding hair and hair is on the floor very sad there all right seems like a little copycat going on there Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, well i would like to say that i was done first (laughs) well who's has pubic hair so you can finish an exam in five seconds if you would like doesn't mean you get all the points Mm. Mm-hmm. Rude. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening at home, take time on your exams. Because um, that, I mean, uh, yes, Patrick. <laughs> yes, the moment of judgment. You know, I'm gonna have to go with Aaron. Like, yeah. I, it, part of it, like, too. You guys use very similar things, but also, like, I just love the story that we can put behind it. That I created when I was looking at it in my head. That yeah. uh, Voldemort is sad about his hair loss. <laughs> That's really why he's so upset, because when hair products wouldn't just recall their product. <laughs> Imagine how different that story would have gone. I'm sure oh, Voldemort no. would have been a really nice guy if he just had some hair. Yep. <laughs> and that is our show. Patrick, Casey, 
Elizabeth, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us or for joining me, taking time out of your day. Of course. You could have been doing anything else. I can't get this person's body hair out of their purple clay body. That is a common (laughs) method. That requires laser surgery. (laughs) And thank you, Uh. listeners, for making us part of your week, if you like what you heard. Today, I'm begging you to leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews like the one you will inevitably post after you hear that uh, help us grow the show and feel good about what we're doing. If you don't like what you heard today, let us know. Or if you have suggestions for something we can talk about or seek our collective wisdom on things that happen to you or things that you're thinking about, you can send any of those things to the shortcodes at gmail.com or leave us a message at 347-SHORT-CT. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine, Student Government, and the Writing and Humanities Program. Our executive producer is Jason Lewis. Our opening music is by Dr. Vox, and our closing music is by Argo Fox. Talk to you in one week. <laughs> <laughs>